0: Thank you for listening to Sit With Us. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please email us at sitwithusonline at gmail.com. Search us online at SoundCloud, iTunes, and Acast. Search Sit With Us. Hey, welcome to the Sit With Us podcast, your weekly political
1: and pop culture wrap up. I am Tia. And I'm Kim, aka Kimmy Inc. Boop. In the streets. Okay. they coming through. Hey. Boop. I got you. Mm. Ooh. Hey, boo boo. Hey, baby. <laughs> oh. Hey, hey,
0: hey. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Okay, we ain't had a snazzy ass intro in a while. Yeah,
1: you know, I'm I'm getting my freestyling chops. Y'all be ready. Mixtape drop twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen sure. on these
0: streets. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pick up your copy.
1: Mm-hmm. Get to uh, it in-house how,
0: How's it going? How's it going?
1: Um, I got a, some chili, a brewing, and some cornbread that just came out the oven So we need to get into this show because... It is
0: cold It is cold here I'm In ready Texas. for my bowl Yeah, yeah. it's super cold So i probably going to get a bowl on my way out so, But
1: you know it's supposed to be like 70s this weekend
0: I, my, I'm going to be sick
1: Because it's up and down, <laughs> back and forth We all tend to be
0: real sick um. Yeah. Not ready for. It. I'm not. It's. It's. I guess. Like, Cause. I'm kind of thrown off anyway. Because. We're in in, in Texas. Mm-hmm. Because like I'm so offended by the cold weather and it's like it's almost Thanksgiving, but in in Oklahoma we would feel <laughs> the winter sooner. So you know we're already there. But I'm just like I'm so indignant right
1: now. I'm, I'm like, so F mad. This. Like what? I can't have a pool that it was like, ninety degrees the other day. I'm like, okay, this is whack, but alright It's whack as fuck, you know what else is whack as fuck? Mm. The fact that I was at the store trying to get some Jiffy cornbread And all the damn Jiffy was sold out Because everybody wants
0: cornbread I told Kim, is it a better cornbread? The the, the ones in the bags, I forgot what the name of it is But anyway, because I used to love Jiffy But this, the other one is so much
1: better So y'all, what cornbread y'all using these days? Y'all making it from scratch? I only do that on Thanksgiving Do you? Yeah, it's not hard. Really, you can really make scratch cornbread every time because it's really not that hard. Carmen's mom gave me a bomb recipe.
0: Like cornmeal and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, it's really not hard, but... We just lazy. Yeah, I'm just lazy. I'm sorry. I'm a new age woman. Speaking of Thanksgiving, are you going home? I don't know, but Crystal texted me today and said, what's up on a Friendsgiving? So I think we really need to make that pop off. Because
0: I was thinking about that. Because we were talking about that. Uh, Aaron and I were talking about going. Because I was like, Well, my aunt invited us, and he's like, Yeah, my mom wants to know, but. Honestly, because th- I'm going for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, you only get
1: one holiday for you. Yeah. Me.
0: So I'm here for Friendsgiving. I'm here for Plus, I'm
1: about to go home this weekend, so that's really kind of close for me yeah, to be getting- Going back and forth. Going twice. And so another thing we had talked about is actually recording it for the Charm School show, like a little behind the scenes with all the friends. And oh, yeah. And I was like, so let me know if y'all think y'all would watch, because I think it would be really fun, because we're all hella funny. Yeah. Especially with some alcohol. I think it would be a great little show. I'm
0: here for that. And what we're thankful for and all that kind of stuff. I'm here for that. We yeah. need to put it in the group chat. Okay, perfect. All right, so anyway, yeah, so tell us, um, what are y'all's plans for Thanksgiving? I know it's a little early, but we got a couple weeks in there, but I'm excited. And already the whole making your man a plate, making your sabu play, a well, all this stuff is already happening in the TL. People mm-hmm. were talking about grandmama's charging $30 for a plate. <laughs> um, so, you know. <laughs>
1: It, is, it, it, it got me
0: in the mindset to eat some good food so yeah.
1: oh yeah I'm excited ooh what's your favorite thing sweet potato pie oh and baked macaroni and cheese like the oh, and some greens mm. like the sides the dressing, are the best the
0: dressing like drizzle with
1: giblet gravy ooh yeah you gotta have the giblets oh and i like some cranberry sauce and i like just mix it up you know you again. can hold the cranberry sauce no you know the kind of the can though the jellied ew with the little striations on it oh my god that's the best i cannot eat thanksgiving or christmas dinner without that and without some eggnog from Yuck. brahms okay
0: i can do the eggnog from brahms with a little bit of um, a little bit of alcohol in it what do you put in
1: yours uh my my mouth you don't put no liquor in your own eggnog. I usually just drink eggnog for this eggnoggy goodness. You have so you never had alcohol in your eggnog? I have had it. I think you might actually put me on to putting some in, which I know people spike their eggnog, but I really just like the taste of eggnog.
0: But if you choose the right alcohol to go with it, you literally can't taste it.
1: Yeah, but I just really like to drink. I like to drink eggnog for breakfast, for lunch, and dinner.
0: I love eggnog with a little bit of nutmeg on top.
1: Oh my gosh, my stomach. I remember one Christmas, I drank way too much eggnog. I was in the bathroom so bad that I said, I'll never drink eggnog again. Oh, I'm buddy. glad you got through it. I didn't think I was going to make it. Like, I thought I was going to die. I was like, I'll <laughs> never drink this again. And then I never showed have
0: you. It. A... Oh, yeah. It's so good. <laughs> so thick. So and good. I, I usually mm-hmm. put um, crown in it, but I think in the last couple of years, we even put apple. Apple,
1: apple crown? Or...
0: Yeah. Mm. In it, so it's been we, ooh, good. Can we,
1: we can try that for Friendsgiving. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. Sprinkle a little nutmeg on top, so yeah. Um, Okay, so we're going to jump right we're in. We just hungry, because we sorry. got all
1: off topic.
0: Talking about things, food, we still got a couple weeks to go, but you know, we all right.
1: We bringing it back in. We hungry. Sorry. I, ain't getting, um, I bet you ain't getting no patty pie. Listen, well... Are we are we not done with patty pies? We're not
0: done with patty pies. They're good. So if you listen, if you have a party or something to go to, you can legit take a patty pie. Nobody would know it's a patty pie.
1: It don't taste like my sweet potato pie. It,
0: of course, it's not going to be that, but it's good enough mm. to pass, especially for people who don't know no better.
1: Ah. As long as there ain't no pumpkin bullshit, make
0: sure you cook it though first. I think we had that right, issue. That's the thing. That's what
1: it is. That people first. was just trying to eat it out the pack. <laughs> yeah you warm the hoe up.
0: <laughs> please, please. So, okay, we well, we're trying to buffer y'all because there's a lot of shit that happened this week. Yeah.
1: So, we needed to start off light.
0: Yeah. So, if you need
1: some wine,
0: grab it grab now. Grab it now.
1: Spike some eggnog.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to talk about guns. We are going to do that, but I wanted to talk about this black woman congress uh congress <laughs> <said> woman. Twice. <laughs> She survived a gun attack, basically. Somebody had put a gun to her head. Um, her boyfriend, it's always your man mm-hmm. that's doing this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But Domestic he, violence. Yeah, he beat her up. She was in the hospital, and you know he had held a gun to her head and all this stuff. And so she, with the help of another Democrat, um, introduced the Domestic Violence Homicide Prevention Act, that would give states funds to keep firearms out of the hands of abusers. So, I guess what that means is that if it's on record that you are domestic violence or have some type of abuse in that sort, that they will block you from being able to purchase guns. Because statistically, they say that domestic violence abusers are typically the highest to have um, issues with guns. So,
1: well yeah, so yay yay for that yay for her being able to use her story to hopefully do something that'll impact millions of women um, and, and save people and, ma- and make them feel safer I read I think I read something in the article too about like per- providing like like money or funding for like hey after I escape I need my door my locks yeah. changed I need you know all, all types of protection Protection a lot of services and services, so mm-hmm. something that'll that'll give towards that to yeah. help that that group of women. So I think that's dope. It is dope. And so, um, did I say her name? I don't know. I know she was black and a woman in a Congress. Yeah, she was a black woman.
0: Um, Gwen Moore, Representative Gwen Moore, is her name, and she's the one introducing that bill or introduced that bill. So since it happened here in Texas, so the the, the shooting that happened. Sun- was it sunday no it sunday sunday night i don't in the church in the church house here in texas what are you what are your thoughts on that how how are you doing with just overall
1: it's so scary okay so i was sharing with tia and i'm going to briefly share a story that like on sunday i was at a church it's a pretty diverse church multicultural church And we were sitting there kind of towards the back or around the entrance. And this is before anything had even happened, like outside of San Antonio, where I was really looking around like, hmm, what if someone were to come in? How can we like, where can I go? How can I get away? Like. What? what how, what's the escape for my kids like I was literally thinking that and then I had to pull myself back in and was like Kim pay attention to the service right, right? ain't nothing going on right here. and then later on that evening my dad calls and was like hey did you hear about the shooting and I'm like what what so it's like at a church, at, at a that. church, and so I'm like, we have you always have to be prepared, head on a swivel, because you never know, people are are insane. Yes, they are, and 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 what
0: happened after they started digging into his life that he was abusive, mm-hmm. like he cracked his infant stepson's skull. He he was um, violent. I, I think they said that he um, was dishonorably discharged from mm-hmm. like the army or something or whatever right a military, from the Air or Force, yeah. and it's just like this man didn't need to be able to access guns like this. He was going, he was killing babies, y'all. He was shooting kids. Like, what needs to happen? What else needs to happen? Like,
1: kids. Like, he was shooting children multiple times on purpose. He should have never had a gun. should have never had a gun. So, like, with gun control, I want to know, what is the, the big deal about adding some extra levels of precaution? About taking off um like automatic weapons things like that like why don't you want to make those simple adjustments that could save travesties like this from happening like if he had a little peace shooter he probably wouldn't have gotten as much done i'm not saying take away people's rights to own right because that's such a huge thing okay fine have your your gun, gun but like these assault rifles anybody need this who who needs that as a civilian like why do you need that and, like, I was reading some people on Twitter, and this guy was like, Well, it's my right. It's my right. And we're like, This ain't what the forefathers had in mind. They didn't know people was going to have automatic weapons like right. this. Right. Like, this ain't right. what they had in mind. And bro. my thing is, it's, it's like, right. Can you think about other people
0: too? Like, if I had to choose never ever to be able to have a gun or hold a gun, I'd rather have that. I'd rather have that taken away than 60 people lost in Vegas, the, the 30 people lost here in Texas, the 30 people in Sandy Hook, the nightclub in Pulse. Like, I'd much rather have those people here than
1: being able to have a goddamn gun. Like, and what is it about, I just, the, the mindset behind going in and wanting to just kill a whole group of people that you don't even know. Like, what is, what is that? Like, what causes you, if you're so upset or angry in life, why not just take yourself out? Why right. do you want to just hurt all these people that you have no idea? Like, what type of power trip is that? Right. It's so like I can't even it's mind boggling to me. Like I can't even wrap my head around it. There's
0: this school in Florida or I think maybe the main school district there, I'm not sure, but it just says that they're gonna offer like when you're going onto the website buying your kids school shirts for the year, that there's also gonna be an option for a bulletproof like slide into the backpack to kinda make the backpack bulletproof. Uh-huh. It's like why do we have to do that shit? Are you kidding me? Right. Are you kidding? So like I can tell, I can have to teach my kid that if somebody comes in there, hold up your backpack and, and a huddle underneath it. What do you, For you church, mean? We need
1: bulletproof pews at this point. Like, why do we have to go to those measures? Just make the restrictions. But do a mental health check.
0: But they're bought. They're bought off, and it's just like that's why I'm so excited and so happy about the elections that happened on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. That a lot of places, a lot of states were flipped. Um, for the Democrats, I think there were three trans people that were elected. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I feel hopeful. I, I Honestly, for the first time in like months, I just feel like this is the change that we need to happen here in America. And I'm sorry, like we're extra political today, but like, this is what we need. We need the people in offices to reflect the people that are their constituents. Right. So if your constituents are black and white and Indian and, and all this stuff, Native American, like all these people, why aren't you? Why are you all old white men? Right. It makes no sense. Like, of course, you, if you... I, I feel like if you're diverse or if you are a person of color or just if you're younger, I feel like you have... You're more open to different people. And the people that we have office now are not. They're only concerned about the people who look like them. hmm I don't know. I'm just so upset this week. Like, I just... It just kills me, and it's and it's close to home. It's close enough to home,
1: right? And so, yeah. With the, as far as the elections go, I thought that was just so dope. I read this one quote from um, one of the the transgender um, women who won, and it was just beautiful. She was like, "This is for everybody who's felt left behind, different, made fun of, left out." Yeah, and I just started crying. I was like, "Yes, that's anybody... what you're supposed to be." Exactly, and now I'm here for you because the person that she beat had such an ugly track record of wanting to, to like. Like, shut uh gay and lesbians out of, like, certain bathrooms. Make it where pe- they couldn't get jobs, where people could, like discriminate discriminate against them and it was just so ugly so I just think it's sometimes it's gotta get really really bad for everybody to circle together and be like fuck this we ain't taking this shit no more and I
0: think they were asking her about that about him um, being horrible towards the LGBTQ community and she was like I don't talk bad about my constituents he's now my constituent like Mm -hmm.
1: yes
0: Ah, ah, he ah." is thank you so I'm gonna go ahead and hold my peace Mm -hmm. because things are finna happen in this state so Yeah. shout Changes out to y'all. Kinda. Yes, shout out to y'all. So I'm really excited about the midterm elections next year because I really feel like it's going to whoop, it's going to flip. And I think that, I think we might be okay. Yeah,
1: and it was beautiful to see all the vote. I'll be honest. I didn't vote. I don't want to vote. I didn't vote. But it was beautiful to see all the people who did and the change that you made. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking up for slackers like absolutely, me who didn't make it Absolutely, absolutely. Same.
0: Um, so, okay, so we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.
1: Hey guys, it's your girl Kim, a.k.a. Kimmy Inc. Make sure that you hit us up on SoundCloud, iTunes, Acast, Google Play. We're on all those. Any place that you get your podcast, we are there. So make sure you are liking, subscribing, and sharing with everyone and leave us a review. Thanks so much for your support.
0: Okay, hey guys, we are back. What's up? How's it going?
1: Amazing. I can't wait to talk about this next story. Yeah. Because I I'm, I've decided that he is now Bay for me,
0: Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, so we're gonna go ahead and just jump right yes. on into it. First yes. of
1: all, it's his birthday. I think a
0: couple of weeks ago, so a happy belated birthday. Mm-hmm. But I, I love Colin.
1: He is now hero Bay. He
0: yes, hero Bay. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, what did you think about his um, GQ naming him Citizen of the Year?
1: Like, I think it's so. So he's not Man of the Year, or. Yeah, uh, he's Man of the Year.
0: Man, oh, well, it's the Man of the Year... Um, uh, what is it called? The issue? Mm-hmm. But I think he's Citizen of the Year, yeah. Oh,
1: he's Citizen of the Year? Specifically I thought he was,
0: Citizen of the I Year. I thought
1: he was Man of the Year. I guess, whatever, cool, but I thought he was Man of the Year. But I still think it was awesome that they recognized him, and I thought the covers, I mean, the shoot the was photos. Gold. Yeah, the photos were they, awesome. They
0: said that they, they tried to... Um, Kind of do like a Muhammad Ali mm-hmm. photo shoot, and they did they shot it in Harlem, you know, with the tashiki and around the people. So mm-hmm. um,
1: and the Black Panther yeah, s I liked it. I, I really liked it, and it just it just to me, he's had I don't want to say a challenging year, but you know, it's been we can we can call it challenging. Well, he's he's just been through a lot of obstacles with not getting signed, and people just really you know, diverting from what his original message was, and so I thought this was beautiful that the spotlight's back on the message.
0: Absolutely, and and he's been silent, and I, I didn't realize that he was doing a silent protest. I, I had no idea until I was reading the article. Oh! Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, I mean, you know, just to kind of let it all play out, but... And so this is his first time really speaking about anything. And so, I don't know. I was intrigued. I read it. I just thought he was chilling in the cut. I didn't know this was another. Mm -hmm. Oh, he done switched it up on us. We ain't kneeling no more. I need to go and buy buy the magazine just to support. But I I love Colin. And so he's handsome and all kinds
1: of things. You handsome and you woke. And you be giving away millions of dollars even though you ain't got no contract. Okay.
0: so You know um, your rights. Right, right. (laughs) Um... Yeah, so I am definitely looking forward to actually getting it because it says that he had, um, he got together, like, his co- his 10-person team of, like, his closest people, was, mm-hmm. like, J. Cole, um, Harry Belafonte, Ava DuVernay, to speak on the subjects of activism, protest, and equality. And so I, I, I'm, I'm interested. I can't wait to read it. Oh, yay. Cool, cool. So shout out to, to Colin for, I mean, he sacrificed. I'm not going to say that, like, and I, and I guess, for uh, I'm not trying to, like, put him on a pedestal or anything like that. But, no, I think he really went into this with the understanding that he was going to lose a lot. hmm And even though he's in, in great shape and he has a desire to play. And he's he, better than
1: a lot of people who are playing Absolutely.
0: Now. It's like, I feel like, um, like, I kind of feel him, like, he's not going to be able to live his dream. But at the same time, he's, like, changing changing the narrative a little bit
1: yeah and so maybe and that's a payoff
0: in itself yeah
1: I think it's important too and I'd love to ask him about having to sacrifice your dream and maybe birth a new one yeah maybe maybe because I think having leaving this legacy which I'm sure wasn't even his intent it was just standing up for something that is right and I think that's greater than it's greater than your own personal like, successes or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's what's really dope. And I think that's what every human needs to strive to do. Like, it's not about you anyway. Right. You know, what I mean? but if you see it, like, it's not even about you. So, like, for him to be selfless in that way yeah. and give that up, I think it's And ugh. think
0: outside of yourself, you know, think, of, think about the people who are not as privileged as yourself. And whatever way you want to look at that, whether that's financially, whether that's race wise, like, have empathy towards other people. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, so shout out to to Colin
1: Kaepernick. Yeah, the Lord is proud. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> I yes. would. I just would assume.
0: So I know. So Papa John's. Remember Papa John saying it was blaming their low sales or whatever. So today, today he tried to come crawling back.
1: What? Back?
0: <laughs> what? Girl, tell me what. They released a statement saying that they, uh, you know, support players' rights to. Um, to Protest against inequality and blah blah blah. Since when, Papa John's? Because
1: y'all have really had a statement talking about it was their fault. Y'all was
0: going real, y'all was going back and forth with the other restaurant I forgot Mm -hmm. on Twitter. Y'all was going real hard, Domino's. Y'all was going back and forth real tough with your chest poked out. But now you quietly releasing this
1: statement talking about you, uh, oh, them pockets. Them pockets is getting Mm -hmm. hit. Let me tell y'all about Domino's real quick, not to divert. But I had ordered Domino's this weekend um, on Sunday, uh-huh. ordered extra cheese and pepperoni, got a little meal deal. It did not look cheesy in the least, and it wasn't even, <laughs> it wasn't even like piping hot. And I was just like, what? But we were so hungry because mm-hmm. we had just got back in town and whatnot, so I just ate it and went to sleep. Well, today, out the blue, Domino's calls me. And says, hey, we were so busy on Sunday. We just kind of want to do a check-in with everybody to see how their pizzas were, how their meals were. People must have, have complained. People must have complained. <laughs> because I told her, I said, well, it wasn't actually.' <laughs> and so, your girl got a free meal deal coming oh, up. Oh. A free credit. So, shout-out to Domino's for really caring about your people. <laughs> and, uh, That's dope. That was. Because at first, I was going to be like, yeah, I thought, I wasn't going to call back. Because, you know, I don't be answering numbers. I don't know. Yeah, you know. And now I was like, well, they left a message. And I was like, well, she sounded so cheery. So let me call her back <laughs> and see what's going oh, on. Let me see what's up. And I'm thankful I did. So y'all start answering these numbers.
0: Okay. <laughs> yes. Thank you for that. And let me know when y'all order that pizza.
1: Yeah. But I'll fuck Papa John's. <laughs> all I can say, fuck Papa John's. Domino's do better. Or it's going to be fucking too
0: Right. And then at the end of their statement, they said something about um, we're here for all people or something like that except neo Nazis. F those guys. Okay, Oh, Papa John. Um, now mm-hmm. Okay, Pop nah. Like
1: you wasn't sponsoring the rally. Come on. What? We not uh-huh. we not
0: doing that. No. You're still canceled.
1: Um Ooh, it was so funny when people was going after their pizza. I can't even Oh, they was going
0: in, calling uh ketchup and
1: <laughs> that they used for sauce.
0: The only good thing from Papa
1: John's is the garlic sauce. That's it. I like the banana pepper too that they give you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. I do kind of like fudge. I still like them. Um, just a, just a little sauce. I I, I like it because it's a little different tasting. It's sweet. Unless mm-hmm. mm. the, the bread, I kind of like it. The what? The bread. No.
0: The crust. Mm-hmm. Stuff. Mm-hmm. It be your own niggas. <laughs>
1: I ain't ordering from them. It'd it be your own niggas. <laughs> In- <laughs> intimation. Papa <laughs> John's right across the street from my office, but I ain't ever ordered from them. I thought oh, okay. about it once, but that was before this had all gone down. Oh, okay,
0: before mm-hmm. all that came out. Mm-hmm. Now, oh, fuck okay. them.
1: Yeah, <laughs> fuck those guys. <laughs> Give me one more banana pepper. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, moving on. Mm-hmm. So tell me about this um article you were
1: saying about the stress um accelerating the black female body. Oh my gosh. So there of course I was on my favorite social media outlet. Okay, it's not my favorite. But I was on <laughs> The at the grandma outlet. Well, cause sometimes I need to relax after a long day. And so Ebony had done <laughs> Ebony Magazine had done an article over depression and the black superwoman syndrome, which I thought was really interesting because um one of our fellow podcasters, uh, Millennial Love, they are, or, or Cara D, they're like, she's doing like a no shame November talking about mental health uh, mm. in black women and, you know, how there's no shame in seeking out help. So like just today, she had this dope thread on her IG story. And then I see this. So I just thought it was really interesting how... You know how they say black don't crack? Yeah. Um, But they said that black women between the ages of 45 and 55 are biologically seven and a half years older than white women of the same age because of all the stress that we are carrying. And Mm -hmm. I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? So, like, we don't crack on the outside, but we crack on the inside? Just withering away, just
0: getting all dried up. To nothingness. Because of stress. And And I get it.
1: Like... I mean, talk about it, because you're a mother, you're an entrepreneur, nine-to-fiver. Like,
0: in, in trying to go through that transition of um, working from home mm-hmm. and, and not having that guaranteed, quote-unquote, cushion. And it's terrifying. It's stressful as hell, because what I do know, that it's always guaranteed is these bills. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And so, oh, so yes. that's navigating... Just um, the workplace and and also being around people who look like you who are skin folk, but they don't recognize or see you as a woman, Mm. which kind of. This is going to be like a two-part conversation. Yeah, okay, okay.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I, t- I totally get the stress that's put on us as far as black women and holding our families together. And so as a as a, a single mother
1: of two boys, what's the stress in your life? I'm going to have a completely candid conversation with you guys. Um, for the last two days, it started on Sunday, I have been a ball of anxious like I came home from a great weekend visiting family in Oklahoma and then just reality hit me of like y'all I'm totally revamping my business and so I have a lot of things that I have to get done pretty quickly for that um I have a live show coming up this week I'm doing this podcast yeah I'm Thursday I'm doing this podcast and then I have these two kids and when I tell you I was just overwhelmed and like literally anxious so I just I just went to sleep and then yesterday same thing after work my mind I hate my job my boss is racist and full of microaggressions all day long Mm -hmm. and so like I'm I'm a ball of nerves at work because I can't be comfortable and be myself at work, and then right. I come home and I don't get a break to decompress. I have to immediately go into dinner, homework, da 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 and then
0: finishing Kimmy Ink stuff. Because there's been plenty of times I text you and she's like, "Oh, working. I'm doing this. I'm working."
1: Right. Like it's not. It's nonstop. Mm-hmm. And so yesterday, I after I we ate dinner or whatever. I just came to my room and I said, mommy's going to bed and I just laid here and I cried and I said, God, I'm tired of doing this alone. I need help. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I just got, I started feeling sorry for myself. So I was mm-hmm. like, I don't have a partner, nobody to help me. I want somebody else to take out the trash. Like I just, I'm tired of doing everything. And I, I just laid here and I slept and then I woke up this morning around like five in the morning. I cleaned up my room. I cleaned up the kitchen mm-hmm. and I was like, all right, I'm back in it. Yeah. <laughs> you, you have your moment. And then I'm like, okay, now I'm back because ain't nobody else gonna because, do it exactly but
0: me. because you still have to do it. Like yesterday, I missed um, talking thirty. I, I wasn't able to go and record, and it was just like it was, it was one of those days. You know what I mean? Like the car stuff going on, mm-hmm. and then like traffic, and it was just like I could not make it to my commitment, mm-hmm. and and it's just like a lot of stuff is going on. So like. That stresses me out because i'm like they're dependent on me for something mm-hmm. and i can't provide that i can't give it and it's like and i'm the and i'm it's just it just makes you feel bad
1: yeah it absolutely and then to me i i guess i put the stress on top of it too like um that i missed a, we were supposed to record the charm school on sunday but mm-hmm. i was like i'm absolutely i can't I, you just got in from town i just got in from town i'm like I'm not going to be able to do it. I still have to put the outline together for our live show. Like, I was like, I just, I need a moment. I can't do it. And so I started feeling guilty, though. Like, I couldn't even really relax and lay down because I was like, I I should be doing this and this and this and this and this. And And that's why you're not on these lists or getting these awards because you're not pushing yourself enough. And so I was starting to feel guilty and I was just starting to feel jealous and just all these ugly feelings. And when I tell you I had to pray, I was like, Lord, I know it's an attack because where is all this even coming from like it's it was just it's stressful as fuck when you're trying to do something with your life and you're black in america yeah (laughs) and then
0: you know as we can go ahead and and segue into that as far as being a black woman and so i just had a story, girl and you know of having my boyfriend you know he originally wasn't as Fists in the air, you know. Whenever when all this is starting to happen, and we were going to protest and all this stuff, and he he was okay with me being like, ah, oh, maybe we should be doing that. There's a different way to go about it, and mm-hmm. I think that I, I he may not agree, but I, I think that I kind of put that in him. So right. you know, I'm thinking we her right, right, we, right. We eye to I, I, I see you. Mm-hmm. See We walk face. We yeah. walk. Mm-hmm. Um. So. We're having a conversation about everything that's going on in the news, and we will cover that here in a second as far as, like, the sexual harassment claims. So with all that stuff in the news and things like that, we are talking about being black but also being a woman, and he kind of balked at that a little bit about not recognizing his privilege as a man. Even though he is black, he still has a privilege as a man. And I have to say that I was disappointed. Mm-hmm. And I think that's actually the words I use. I was like, I'm, I'm just disappointed. And, of course, we're going to have that conversation again. But right. it's just like... You know, you know, you talk about the divisiveness and it dividing the sexes. And at a time like this, we need to be the most divided. But it's like, I cannot do that. I cannot be united with you if you do not see me as a separate entity of this blackness. Mm -hmm. I am a woman like I it's, it's literally like all lives matter. And it's so right. frustrating. Like, yeah, I get it. We black. We all hit in this boat together. However, however, as a woman, I am treated still differently than you. And what's wrong with recognizing that difference? It doesn't take away from your hardships as a black man in this country and you're not getting the opportunities. Y'all all locked up in jail on, on charges that you shouldn't be there. Like, I get it. Yo, I get it. Mm-hmm. But even still, as a woman, I am treated differently. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I want to know, share, share with us, are, you know, in this wokeness that as we are, and it's a huge thing in relationships and in conversations now, how, how are you dealing with it as a woman or even a man and your partner is not on the same level of, of wokeness? Like how do you deal with
1: that? Yeah. I, that would be super challenging for me and that's why I have a hard time and you, Maybe a white male'll come along and change my mind one day, but like I need someone to understand my struggle in in the mm-hmm. same way and and support me and i just i don't I'm just not sure if I could get that in in uh outside of me dating a black man I yeah. don't know whatever we'll see, possibly possibly I don't know you am young I love my black man but like, <laughs> i just I just need someone to i love how you said like. Just don't discount it. It doesn't It doesn't take away from your struggle. Mm-hmm. Just just know mine, too. Just like we have different struggles. Like, we're, whereas, like, there's light skin versus dark skin or yeah. like curly hair versus kinky hair. Like, it doesn't take away from you still being a black woman and going through and things. And I can still support you in your issues. Right. Because I got this. And I'm just letting you know, hey, this is something else that I face. And right. one thing I thought was really beautiful, I saw on Instagram today, this girl, um, Tanny B. Hart, said... You cannot be woke or conscious and oppress women. You've got to decide you're going to be Nat Turner or Ike Turner. Mm-hmm. You can't be both. <laughs> you can't be both. And,
0: and so we were also talking about like sexual harassment and, and the allegations and how like, you know, I really want to know as men, why do you automatically are, step into the shoes of the person who's being accused? why can't you automatically identify with him but you can never you can never empathize or think from the victim's point of view y'all want to sit here and say that y'all the logical sex and y'all can think, look at things objectively why can't y'all look at this objectively because it's it's pointing the finger at yourself Mm -hmm. because you're going to have to look in the mirror at yourself. And I I, I think I I need y'all to understand that. Like you have to look at it. Yes. I get it that you're never 100% going to understand, but you can, you can look at it and kind of see where we're
1: coming from when we're telling you these stories. Right. And you know what? I think it's important. I think it's important for men to have these conversations with men. And I thought it was really cool of, um, what's his name? Uh, you know from the breakfast club the one who'd be talking uh, Charlemagne? Charlemagne when he gave himself Donkey of the day for saying not um, acknowledging rape culture yeah and he says for him just to be getting to the point where he sees wow this is what it is really and, oh yeah he had a really he, he had a really good conversation I miss very it. introspective and he was just like a lot of other men need to take a look at themselves and look in the mirror that we were raised in this that does give us bias and how we approach certain situations. And how men automatically think rape is penetration. Yeah, it's and it's not. not. it's not just that... It's not that... It, there's a whole culture around it. And the way he broke it down, he was like, the movies we watched as kids where guys were drilling holes in the wall to look through at women changing clothes and it was a it comedy was and ha-ha-ha. Yeah. No. He said, that's rape culture. Yeah. Like, you're, you're taking away a woman's privilege. Or when a guy would dress up as someone else and pretend like he was someone else so that he could sleep with him. Like in Revenge of the Nerds. Like, mm-hmm. they used to do it all the time. And he was, so he could sleep with the woman. He was like, that's rape culture because you're robbing the woman of the right to make a choice. Mm-hmm. And he was like, those are the conversations we as men need to start having with each other. And I just think that's really important because when they don't want to admit it, it's because that they know that they may have done something one right. time that was over the or line, or you
0: know somebody who did something that, and you didn't and check like, them because exactly. you know you got a homeboy. And, and so this and this is this is exactly what it's like. I guess explaining to a white person mm-hmm. their privilege to black people, and 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 we're not you know saying that it's the exact same or anything like that, but it is similar to get y'all to see is that conversation to to let y'all see the privilege that you guys do have over us so we can be united in our differences in our struggles um but it still needs to be addressed that there is a difference i would hey, love Omar. a
1: black guy who wants to come in and defend his point or anything like that to join us maybe on the show one day and talk about that like I want to talk about: Do you recognize your privilege as a black man? If you don't, why not? Why not? <laughs> what's the, what's the problem? What's the whole, that uh, let we us can educate get you, you there? Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely.
0: I I would, and you know, you know, also too, I am interested to get um, like a gay man or a gay woman's mm-hmm. input on that as they because they're a, a subculture within, within this culture, right? Right. So right. it's like what y'all struggle like because they're like i'm now? black
1: i'm a woman and i'm gay like so. <laughs> what is it like
0: let's talk about it mm-hmm. come on and you know talk to us about that so um very interested to hear our thoughts and um yeah tweet us yeah tweet us so it's definitely a conversation that needs to be had all right so we're gonna move right on along so did you see the Mm-mm. the messy hair
1: model with oh. <laughs> oh my goodness Yes, I did. The bedhead. Bedhead and and no bonnet. There were two.
0: Girl, no bonnet, no satin pillow. Nothing. No grease. No coconut oil, no jojoba oil. (laughs) No castor oil. And there were two models. Oh, there was another one? There was another one. So a lot of people were saying that, so guys, if you don't know, it's basically an ad Um, a nationwide ad I think in stores and in print to where it's this black woman with her hair not done like it's just like it's just like slick back and all her kitchen out
1: it's all this
0: ways and so people are saying that black women can have messy hair too what,
1: what are your thoughts on this? Black women absolutely can have wild, free, messy hair. I feel like I'm rocking that look right now. However, it's still styled. Yeah. It's still styled. Like, when I tell you I went to the grocery store, because y'all know I've been wearing that wig for a couple weeks, <laughs> so I finally <laughs> took my braids down, and I, I, yeah, judge your mama, I didn't wash my hair, but I just took my braids out, because I was tired of wearing it. And it's in that crinkly. Yeah, it's all like crinkly, wavy, and so I'm at, um, I'm at the grocery store, and this black woman gonna be like, oh, girl, your hair's so wild. She said, "But I like it though. I like oh, it." Oh. And I said, "Thank, thank you." She's checking me out, so you know I have to have this conversation. And then she goes on to say, "You kind of wild too, huh? You got to be to rock that, huh? Huh? Yeah, yeah I, may guess, I guess. Yeah, maybe thank older you, yeah. black woman. Yeah, older. Can I get my berries? <laughs> I'm just trying to get my berries <laughs> and my yogurt and go on to this racist office.
0: We're gonna eventually have a conversation about the older black woman and her, her shade." Because we don't appreciate it, ma'am. If you could keep, keep it. it to yourself,
1: and then because then I, as soon as I walk in my office, my boss is like, "Ooh, cute hair!" So this old white woman, "Ooh, cute hair!" Right? Ew, cute hair!" And then her the slave driver, slave driver, telling me I got cute hair. Like, oh, this <laughs> like picking <in> any? No. <laughs> she's so adorable. Well, she did. Now she did tell me that yesterday we were having a meeting because I, I haven't been wearing my glasses either. she's like. You are just so pretty. You shouldn't wear your glasses so much. Okay, bitch, is that a compliment or not? I'm just okay. Thank you, Susan. Yeah, thanks, Sus. Appreciate really, <laughs> really <laughs> appreciate your two
0: cents, Sus. Um. So, what do you think about it? Did you did you you didn't like them? You didn't. Needless to say, needless you needless to
1: say. You can have wild free hair, and they could have definitely done a wild free look. Yeah, but it still needed to be a look. Honey. Yeah, style something. Yeah, cause Cause they didn't a, do nothing. They didn't do nothing. That looked like a little baby who've been running around on the all, day. all day, and you pick her up, and you be like, "What the hell happened? What the hell happened? What you been doing with your hair all day? Didn't I tell you to leave? Tell people not to play in your hair? <laughs> it's a
0: daily conversation. Because Ty be going that she like to wear her afro out. Don't be letting
1: them put their fingers." The, mm-mm. Ooh, I used to get in trouble for that because my hair was my hair used to be long back when I was in elementary school, <laughs> and so my mom would be like, "Don't let nobody play in your hair." And of course, all the girls would be like, "Oh, I want to play in your hair," so they'd want to braid it. And yeah. Of, and then I'd be like, "Okay, just put it back." And then my mom would be like, "Who? Who do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, crooked parts." <laughs> oh, the pizza and Youngo have to go
0: after a magazine who, because her, her hair was kind of pulled back and it was mm-hmm. styled. But, you know, her edges wasn't smooth because our, our texture was curly. Mm-hmm. And I guess she didn't put no, no uh, gel in it. Yes, yes, queen. hmm And they smoothed her hair out and, like, chopped off her ponytail. Oh, that was her ponytail? And she can't, yeah, because, like, it was I saw that thing that the stuff in the back. T-
1: I, Kimberly I try- I, Wait, listen. I was trying to figure out. Mrs. Which- McLam. I was trying to figure out which was the before and the after. Because I was like, uh. What I yeah. said earlier, y'all, it be your own niggas. No, let me tell you. It something. be your own niggas. Well, it wasn't a full. She should have added something. It was scraggly. At the it, it, no, anyway. Niggas, it, y'all, I'm going to put it up on our Instagram page. Y'all tell me if that look a little scraggly to you or not. <laughs> they could have filled it in with some more bush or something, but. Some more bush? <laughs> yeah, to make it bushier. <laughs> Sound off. <laughs> Y'all let me know. Y'all mad at me, y'all stay mad. I'm saying. She's been extra problematic
0: these last couple of weeks, y'all. Uh-huh. We didn't have to, to get her a couple of times. So I told
1: y'all I've been I'm gonna start out. a poll. Keep Kim, yes and no. <laughs> y'all have been stressed out. I ain't living my best life, but I will in January 2018.
0: 2018? New me? I'm so ready for the new me with the woman with all her luggage that she's leaving behind. I wonder what she got this year. I wonder what? She had a baby this year? What's going on? What's good? What is
1: going on. <laughs> new year, new me, y'all. Stay tuned. Can't wait. <laughs> Pending. <laughs> It'll come back January. It is now set sit with me. <laughs> Kim couldn't get her shit together. We had to let it go.
0: <laughs> new us, new things, bigger and better things. <laughs> I'm still
1: here. <laughs> I'm yelling in the background. You can't get rid of me. Oh Lord! Um, see how I let her get me off
0: track. Did you see Bruno Mars's post today? It was like something. What do you ask Bruno? He played the
1: piano or something. But, yeah, he said when he used to play the piano in high school, and then just tell the girls he just was tinkering around or something. <laughs> That's something. It was kind of cute though. <laughs> he had his Afro all picked out. Yeah, I saw that and played his little Casey and JoJo. It
0: was cute. It made me follow him. I'm still on Instagram. Yeah. I'm so mad that I missed the show, man. Yeah, I can't afford them tickets, man. Oh, so the hive has been buzzing, and Beyonce's been out here in her little. I'm um, working braids. She she carrying around her little MacBook. Mm-hmm. Did you see the pictures of um Sir? And they're so cute. But anyway, mm-hmm. she's been to work. So get y'all's coins ready because when Kim get your coins ready because you're going with me if she comes we in like we We're last not time. missing. We're not missing. So okay. get
1: your coins ready for mm-hmm. the queen, okay. okay? So that we can buy purchase these tickets of the job I've had. All right, you're right, you're right about it. Because I'm gonna go. I would like to see her in real life. <clears throat> She's amazing. I can't wait. I'm gonna have a sign that says Bay Hive on purpose. Like B-A-E see, B A E Hive. See, like, like B-A-E. We,
0: we take two steps forward in this relationship, and then you hop eight steps back. Like I don't B-A-E understand. Like that's. <sighs> I'm going to make a a, t-shirt. I'm going to pull you little unkempt hair. (laughs) No, you nigger bitch. (laughs) I
1: can't. Oh, God, I can't stitch you. (laughs) You're a little wild. You're a little wild, aren't you? You look like it. You look a little wild. You know, slaves. be wild. Right. What's your kinky curly going on? <laughs> Y'all leave me alone. I'm going to wash my hair tonight. I already asked Tia for some product. Oh, like, yeah? Oh, I need some stuff. Come I back. need to do my hair. I got to do my hair now.
0: Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, we're going to go ahead and move right on
1: along. My phone closed, so I can't even help you out with I'm going to need to, you to catch up. <laughs> Start to scroll Mm -hmm. So
0: Forbes dropped their 30 under 30 list And it had a lot of names On there that we know and love So Yara Shahidi Was one of them Uh, Let me see there uh, Tori Bowie I think she was a part of the Track team Cardi B Yes. Uh, to, To name a few Playboy Cardi He's a rapper. Okay. To name a few. Oh, Aisha Curry is in there. Right, I didn't know she was that young. Self-employed. Oh, yeah. She is super young. 28. Yeah, she's cute. Yeah, she's all right. Anthony Davis, Jordan Dunn, who's a model. So there's quite a few um, black people on the list. And I was pretty impressed by that. And they have different categories of the thirty under 30 there's
1: even a guy from dallas on there a black guy from dallas i can't remember his name and i'm not know? going on instagram to look right now but yeah i don't remember what he was under what category yeah but i was like okay a little dallas showing up on 30 under 30 yeah yeah. but you know what i, I purposely didn't go through the list because i wasn't trying to be depressed i told you i already came out of stressful period of comparison and like all right, so I'm shooting for forty under forty. Uh, is that a thing? Yes, we're making it a thing. <laughs> your girl's a little behind. No, you're right where you're supposed to be. Yeah, I was about to. I was
0: about to check. You know, ma'am. We not no, ma'am, Pam.
1: <sighs> I just did an episode about this, actually. You did. Yeah, but now I gotta rewatch it because I don't remember my own advice,
0: girl. And then sometimes it's sad when you gotta pull, or when you gotta pull up old text messages. Uh-huh. And like when you be sending me like voice memos, I be keeping them because I'm like I may need to listen to that. I might need that prayer one more time. Straight y- up, y'all better get y'all
1: some real friends. Right,
0: <laughs> right. So we talked about Diddy changing his name. So what did he say? I didn't see the okay.
1: Well, when he okay, it was on his birthday weekend or whatever, and he was talking about. It turned out to be a joke but he was saying that he now wanted to be addressed as love a brother love because <laughs> you know he's just all about this love and positivity yeah but the funny thing i've noticed is since then i if you guys follow him on instagram you've probably seen it like all of his posts have been lately super reflective or like introspective and loving and he's been doing daily prayers and like really just talking about building um, black excellence and you know imp- building a super team and empowering other people to teach them how to make money mm-hmm. and then just all this really loving stuff and i'm like okay who is this who is this diddy who is He this? trying to but see like
0: at the same time i'm kind of like oh no diddy you didn't you didn't got so
1: many people oh no like you've stole so many black people's money now you at the point where you like fuck i got to do something to to pay this back, like I gotta pull back in this You community. gotta, yeah, you gotta uh, fix your karma. Right, he's got to, cause like even with that, like even Colin Kaepernick, like all this type of yeah. stuff, he's been like really vocal about it yeah. recently. So I don't know. It's been interesting to watch though, cause now I'm I, I watch his story. Yeah, I watch his stories almost every day because it's cool. Like he'll give you tours of the office. He's like, we can live like this. He's like, you can have this too. So he's
0: he's kind of like being like Khalid. Yeah, yeah. Kinda. Maybe is mean, rubbing off on him. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I guess I guess we'll allow everybody grow. Yeah, and well. I'm here for Diddy. I'm gonna follow him. But I saw that his it was his birthday either today or yesterday, and like Cassie was like buying him all these gifts and mm-hmm. stuff. And they're like, that's how that's a queen buying a nigga his own birthday gifts with his and mine tea. Mm-hmm. We well, all know
1: Cassie doesn't. It's me and yeah, you, yeah. Anyone. you mm-hmm. Y'all remember that one song?
0: What, was it oh yeah mhm what yeah and she model
1: she is she's a cute girl
0: she's super cute and, I mean that song was was
1: hot back everybody in the day. know Cassie started the whole shave half of your head she did well cause they said he had pulled out a hair cause they oh. but I don't know if that's real or not you know internet's be making up stuff yeah we ain't gonna say brother love did that he ain't wouldn't do that well we we'll, I mean mm. <laughs> <laughs> and other
0: news <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to another brother.
1: Did you see all? The, so they're they're gonna have a rally for Meek Mill. They already had it yesterday. Oh, in Philly, um, outside of the jail. Somebody said that they were rapping his lyrics and marching, but like it was a lot of people there.
0: I saw a couple celebrities tweeting about it, and mm-hmm. Jay Z like called it out because that judge is under FBI investigation. Oh, that judge is really fucked
1: up. Like, to be honest, like, okay, he did do. What he was doing. But, like, when I listened to this other lawyer break it down, they said, okay, so here's what he did. He popped a wheelie in the streets entertaining some kids. Okay, you shouldn't have popped a wheelie, but you're entertaining some kids. The second thing is he had got addicted to Percocets while he had had an injury, and so he went to rehab. So that's why he missed a parole visit or something like that. So they're like, he was in rehab, and you knew about it, so they're like that and then the other thing was he was breaking up a fight and even the police looked back at the footage they're like oh no he was helping he wasn't doing anything disruptive so those were the three things that had happened and they chose to use that
0: I, I mean and yeah like you said I get it like there's the reasons why it was extended but you have to look at those reasons like you have to I don't understand like you literally and I get we're not gonna compare but he's in jail longer than some of these police officers are
1: he's in jail longer than a rapist that white kid who raped people and only had to go to jail six for six months. months the the woman the police officer we talked about last week the told the
0: shot terrence crutcher mm-hmm. she went and she was in jail and out of jail in 10 minutes and she took a man's life and then got it cleaned off our records like it never happened his life or his death never happened but like that's the yeah. The type, justice the system type of shit is just,
1: fucked up. That does made me mad all over again. Yeah, justice system is really fucked. Anyway, free meek. Yeah, go ahead, free him. I, it's funny how we was all making fun of him, but there's like a little cousin. Some you, hey, y'all don't mess with Listen, me. Listen,
0: we can do that. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> we can do
1: that. But then the fact that she a sister too or a brother, it she just they, sure. I just know they black. It was a woman. A woman. All right, sister, my sister. Now, come on, what you doing? Foolishness.
0: I heard she wanted a feature and he wouldn't give her a feature on the album. <laughs> and she wanted, she, she was trying to get one of her, trying to get him to sign up with her cousin or something. These little <laughs> rap label, Girl, these people. People be holding vendettas for no reason. All right, child. Let's go. <laughs> um, so Tiffany Haddish, she was the first black comedian to host SNL. And the photos look amazing. Like mm-hmm. the still shots.
1: I like how you said that because you still didn't watch.
0: Why you put my business
1: out there in the streets? Because you was gonna try to pass it off, and I just Why had to let did the you people know. My business. Did you watch? I told you I was visiting family this weekend. I didn't have time. I was practicing self-care. <laughs> <laughs> I was kicking it with my daddy. We was out dancing and everything, and, got, and drinking, yeah, and drinking. So no, but she did look funny. I did watch the monologue that she did about wearing her dress over again. But somebody said that they didn't really laugh that much. But they said they were excited to see her. So they
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because there was this debate that people were saying that you can be a really great comedic act- actor, but not be a good stand-up. Mm-hmm. So, but she, yeah, she's
1: she been doing stand-up for... Long time. Yeah. So, whatever. I like her. Congrats, Tiff. Yay! Um, what else? Oh, Nikki.
0: Did you see... So, we're. I, I walked into Kim's house, and we're about to record, and I get on Instagram. I'm scrolling, scrolling. And Jaden from Unapologetic Pod. oh shut up! Well, we're going to talk about that in a minute.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's this cover of Nicki on Paper Magazine. Mm-hmm. And I guess they're trying to go with the whole menage a trois thing. And it's like... With herself. With herself. It, I don't know. It was a lot. It was really vulgar. E- Extremely vulgar. It was a lot. I'm seeing a
1: lot of titty. I saw hair in her ass crack. Uh, what? That, that blonde hair is like going straight down her ass oh, crack. Oh, see... <sighs> Like it's a horse's oh, mane.
0: It's still a lot, mm-hmm. and then but my thing about it is really interesting. N- n- it's really interesting that she just released this vulgar "quote unquote" photo, <laughs> <laughs> and she just released a trailer for the H and M um ad did you see that Mm-mm. her and jesse williams are starring in an h&m like holiday ad oh, really? and it looks super cute mm. like it's her and him and they have a little daughter a, little, a dark-skinned little daughter and it looks really cool So like oh.
1: I, i'm actually looking forward to the release of the full ad okay that's interesting but i don't know it's just funny speaking of commercials and we weren't really talking about commercials it's not really a commercial it's just a printed ad what what is it okay so i was at walmart <laughs> so basically it has nothing to do with what we talked about it up. <laughs> just wanted y'all to see um, i was at walmart and i wonder if y'all seen it too where it's the white dad and the biracial daughter at the like, it's near the eyeglasses, and it's like an optical ad or whatever. Oh, okay, but it's so cute because it's like a white dad, and then he's got <laughs> his cute old daughter with her curly fro, and I'm just like, all right, y'all better be diverse. That's
0: Listen, all. I am, I am here for, and I, and we've talked about this before whether ads are like gimmicky with that now, but I, it does kind of make me smile when I see like interracial mm-hmm. stuff because like this is real life. Like I, I see
1: this in real life and especially when it's reverse interracial because you don't get to see a lot with the the white dad yeah the white dad so it's like oh shoot okay y'all cute that's cute
0: or whatever whatever Whatever. Mm -hmm. so Tiana and Amon we love them
1: right yes we do absolutely do
0: he was just here in Dallas this weekend Oh, was he yeah he was hosting a party Oh, okay. Um, well, I know Tiana, Of the last couple of days, have been sashaying down the side. I don't know where she's been, mama, been going. With, oh. But she's been dressed up looking amazing the last couple of days. That on black dress
1: with the back out? The, all the
0: back out. Oh, everything. Hi, Tiana.
1: Mm-hmm. The, the, the short hair is just doing it for me. I love it. She looks great. Mm-hmm.
0: So, VH1 is going to give them a reality show um, called Tiana and Amon. It's gonna on VH1 premieres in
1: February, and I have to say that I am I'm kind of here for this. Yeah, I like the trailer. Well, I like the, watching them talk about it, mm-hmm. and him just saying, "You know, it had to take a lot for me to want to get on TV just to show y'all something positive." Right. So I'm just like, okay. Let's and I'm looking to forward to
0: seeing seeing that positive like relationship mm-hmm. and like how they navigate being parents, a beautiful little Junie, and um, so I'm excited to kind of see.
1: Remember Run's house and how that was like a positive black family on TV? Oh, you, I wonder if it was kind of like were that. They kind of fakey. and still are. Yeah,
0: because when she the one talking about she was married and 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 something else, and then, oh no, she was condemning single mothers, and then and then she, she became one. Oh, oh, I didn't know that.
1: But she recently had another post out talking about she's celebrating her natural body. I'm talking about Angela. Celebrating her natural body and Mama's cakes were looking really yes. great. Yes, mm-hmm. so She's celebrate it, nice. celebrate it, and shake it, girl. Listen, because who gonna check you? Ain't nobody gonna do it except Tia. Almost tried, but you know. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> we gonna go back though. We gonna go back. Yeah. yeah. Woman pride, we black women got to stick together. But I gotta tell
0: you, I gotta tell you what's good though, sis.
1: <laughs> so you
0: know what to do in the future. Let me pull you to the side,
1: uplift and encourage your fellow yes. sister.
0: Oh, I was gonna. Oh, I guess we can talk about. Well, we're already here. Making good. And how she's been looking amazing lately.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I don't know. I haven't seen her.
0: I love Megan Good. But anyway, she's... I don't know if it's she's voicing the character or her husband voicing the character. But there's this new, like, cartoon movie mm. that's coming out called The Star. And it's um the Christmas story. But I like how, like, the cast is, like, brown people. <laughs> and, like... Yes. They're, uh, it's true. It looks like it's going to be true as far as the way it looks like. So, I don't know. I was, I was excited about that because... I, I like Megan.
1: And I'm excited for brown people, Any if they're cartoons or whatever, I'm excited that they're being focused like, on. I
0: don't, I don't know if the boys have seen the trailer for that Coco movie,
1: Ooh, but it's, it's,
0: it's a Mexican, like all the characters are Mexicans. Like, is it right. Disney? I think it's Disney, but that's coming out on Thanksgiving, so I can't wait to go see that. Oh, but. I love it. Me too. I'm here for it. So... So we're going to take a quick, quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about an amazing event that I went to here in Dallas this past weekend, and we will finish up the show.
1: Sounds good. Anytime. I'm going to sneeze. Hey, guys. It's your girl, Kim, a.k.a. Kimmy, Inc. Make sure that you hit us up on SoundCloud, iTunes, Acast, Google Play. We're on all those. Any place that you get your podcast. We are there, so make sure you are liking, subscribing, and sharing with everyone, and leave us a review. Thanks so much for your support.
0: All right, so thanks for sticking around, guys. <laughs> to over the mic, sorry. Get it together, ma'am. So um, we, I went to this amazing event here in Dallas, and it was the inaugural event for like entrepreneurs and just things happening here in Dallas as far as people. And it's called the Cosign Awards. And so, Talking 30, the podcast that I'm on as well, they were nominated for Podcast of the Year, which went to the Millennial Love Podcast here in Dallas. So, congrats to them. Congratulations. Congrats, congrats. But I have to say that it was a really good time. Like, they have, like, a networking time um, where you can go around. They have booths out there. And it was just so great to see black people. Mm Mm-hmm. Showing up and dress like it was a it was a black tie. Mm-hmm. Everybody looked amazing. Everybody was dressed up, and they just showed out. So shout out, shout out to the Coastline Awards. Shout out to them for putting on this amazing event. Did the food was good. Listen, oh, what was what y'all have to eat? It was like chicken steak, um, mashed potatoes, and veggies. Ooh, like it did y'all have really dessert? Good. No dessert. I was disappointed about that.
1: Where's the cheesecake?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen, cheesecake, chocolate cake. Um, you know, it was really good. It was really well put together. And so the the rewards looked nice. good, legit. So I don't know. I was proud. I, was, I proud was to be a part of that.
1: I was so disappointed that I couldn't go because while I, when I was like riding home on Sunday, I was looking through everybody's pictures and I was like, "Oh, everybody looks so gorgeous, man!" And, and watching little video snippets, like it looked like a really great event. So it was shout an out to Cosine, time. shout out to KG for putting that together. Yes.
0: So the producer of um, Cardi B's "Butter Yellow" was there, and he mm-hmm. won for I think Music Producer of the Year. And like when he came up, of course they were playing "Butter Yellow," and like. The, everybody was up And just like Singing and rapping it. The whole <laughs> entire song Like I I did a clip of it On um Snapchat But it was dope yeah. I, It was a lot of fun Like it was guitar.
1: And it's good to be around that many other creatives because yeah. it's like, like you said, there's networking opportunities and just you never know what might come from it. So mm-hmm. I'm glad you got to go. I'm definitely in that thing next year.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and so I mentioned the Unapologetic Pod. Shout out to Jaden and Sharice. Hey. But they came here from Atlanta and they came here to the Cosign Awards as well. And so on Sunday, I was a part of their podcast panel, and it featured, um, you know, me talking 30, talking greasy, um, Black Mary Fly was there, as well as Millennial Love, and we just had, like, a panel conversation, so I'm really excited for you guys to to listen to that, and I'll make sure I tweet it out, but we had some awesome amazing conversation and i can't wait for y'all to hear it
1: once again something else i missed mm-hmm. but you know my bad Jaden. yeah the, bad. the no
0: filter podcast panel was dope shout out to them go follow them and listen to them um it was good times good good times so netflix and chill time have you watched anything
1: not a not a nothing i've
0: not been reading day. books if
1: we if you want to talk about yeah. reading a book and chill Okay, so guys, well, do
0: go ahead and do share your books though, because there are two books that you recommended to me, right? Mm-hmm.
1: So one of them that I'm reading is called Instinct by T D. Jakes, and it's like a daily devotional, just helping you to learn how to listen to that inner voice and learn how to make decisions and be decisive and get shit done. I mean, well, he doesn't say that because it's T.D. Jakes, but (laughs) in essence, essence, just learning how to trust your instincts and and make make decisions uh, to grow as a creative or whatever your passion is. The other book that I am reading is, uh, a lot of you may already know about it, uh, Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, which is a old, 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 old book, but like it's been read by so many millionaires and um, successful people and it's pretty much the blueprint of how they've gotten things done. And when I tell you it's such an interesting read to see, Oh my God, these are the things that are stopping me in my mind. And this is how you get, this is how you, this is how you make it. Yeah. yeah, And I feel, I feel like, I feel like it's almost like a secret. I'm like, why doesn't everybody know about this? Or do people know about this and they're just not really using it?
0: Because it's hard mm-hmm. it's... to really change, to change your way of thinking, to change the way that you approach situations. That's hard for mm-hmm. some people.
1: Yeah, it's a really just, to really just talk about fear and how um, one of the quotes I wrote down or I even tweeted out today is that, like fear and faith both demand that you believe in something you can't see and it's just about making a choice which one will i choose will i choose fear or will I choose faith and like even will smith and them talking about you know fear is not real if you if you, mm, if you, you think about but it but once you get to that point there's nothing that that will stop you so my time my any of my free time has been spent uh reading those two books and i just bought another one that i by td jakes called soar which is um he i watched a a show about it with um Stephen Furtick from Elevation Church, and he love talked him. about, oh, love them both, they, they came together and talked about it, because they're like, the church does a disservice at times, telling you to follow your dreams, follow your passions, all this, but doesn't teach you the tools to do it, yeah. so he was like, that's what this book is supposed to do, to fill in
0: the blanks, the blanks
1: and help help you with the resources, and the planning of how you actually Actualize and write that book or mm-hmm. write that play or whatever it is you need to do. So
0: speaking of fear, um, Solange was was named Glamour Woman of the Year. Mm-hmm. if that was right? Mm-hmm. And that was one some, of like, something about her quote saying like she she wants to be one day where she can look at fear and be like, you got the wrong one, or, right? You ain't messing with me because fear is debilitating. Like it really literally keep you stuck in a place that you don't need to be. What's, what was the quote? Okay, she said,
1: <clears throat> I'm looking for, I'm looking forward to the day I greet fear wholeheartedly, nose to nose, and tell it, you have met your goddamn match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yes. yes. I love Solange.
0: And it's living in your truth. Mm-hmm. And that's basically what it comes out to. So Kim sent me that book digitally, so I need to go ahead and read it.
1: Oh, yeah. it's When I tell you that... It's And it's, it's an easy read, too, because you would think it's been written by old white men. It's going to be so boring. It's, like, written, like, in the 40s or whatever. When I tell you, it's really, it's an easy and good read. I like it.
0: Okay. I'm definitely going to um, look into that. I have been, um, one thing that I, that I have been binging, I would say, is Stranger
1: Things. Mm, I'm waiting. <clears throat> so,
0: I finished it. So, I have to say, season two, they really did kind of bring it up a notch as far as, like, Suspense wise, like I was on the edge of my seat the entire series, uh, season. Mm. So I we binged the last couple episodes last night and it was amazing. So if you haven't watched it, I would definitely recommend that. Um, also, too, this weekend, The Punisher is being released. I was super excited for The Punisher. You didn't watch season two of Daredevil, so but The Punisher's coming out, so I'm excited for that. And then also, there's going to be this, um, Movie that has like Mary J. Blige in it, or she produced it, but it's called
1: Mudbound. I was, I saw, I said, No, I thought it said Mudhound on the outline. I said, What's a Mudhound? Oh, no, so I didn't. Mudbound. Mm-hmm. So,
0: oh no, she's going to be starring in it, Mary J. Blige. And basically, it is a period film, so <laughs> it's going to follow or it has two families one white one black navigating racial divide in mississippi oh. and so like it got a lot of momentum from the sundance film festival and so it's going to be released on this weekend over the 17th so i'm really excited for that oh yay okay it's something different, Mary J. Blod has been out here in these streets since letting go of Kendu, whatever that man's name is.
1: Yeah, so you know, support support Black's film,
0: support Same. Mary J. So I'm here for it. Her. So I'm excited, she looks good. So, um, so that's what I'm looking forward to this weekend. So, share us your shows, books motivational podcast share some because mm, I have some yeah so share your podcast to like
1: what can you name one or a couple that you're listening to um well I've been listening to mostly religious and spiritual and so <laughs> if that's not your thing these aren't going to be for you but um Shoreline um has an, an awesome podcast uh let me see can you just search Shoreline in there yeah you can just search Shoreline um uh, I started following Oprah's Super Soul Conversations mm. so I wanted to start that of course elevation um I, i'm listening to one on the way home but i'm not quite sure about it yet so i'm not i don't want to it's called um onward creatives podcast but i'm just not sure about it yet guys so i'm not gonna recommend we'll check back yeah check back on me next week when i actually finish the episode because i was like mm-hmm. i was going through my library because i added a couple more but because we all need some um motivation nowadays. yeah just to just to get you oh no no okay girl that's it that's it y'all y'all just wait next next week I'll have some uh ready for you but let me see rise and talk I don't know oh it starts with a vision podcast I haven't started listening to that one but I saw that that one was highly recommended on like just for entrepreneurs and planning mm-hmm. Mm, that's it. I'm not getting y'all no more.
0: Okay. Also, if you are here in Dallas on Thursday, come out to Kim and Crystal's
1: Charm School Show events. Yes. Cuffing season. Cuffing season. So we'll actually um don't take it personal podcast. Jay Will and Hollywood cast are gonna be joining us, as well as Teresa Brady, who was mm-hmm. on our show, sit Absolutely, with us, yep. um, sex and relationship therapist and author of the new book. Um. Wait. A woman know a girl has needs, but a woman knows what she wants. Yes. She's gonna, they're going to be joining us as we talk about cuffing season, relationships, and just a lot of fun shenanigans. And we have a special gift. For the first twenty-five people, your drink is on us. So oh, okay, oh, yeah, so go ahead, go ahead and come out, join us for happy hour. RSVP. starting at five, and then the the show will get kicked off around like six thirty or so. We
0: will share the flyer on our Sit with Us page. Yes, so make sure you're following us on Instagram and Twitter at Sit with Us Pod um, to get more information. And so, really quickly, I want I do have a short little our own shit that I kind of want to talk about. So I was going through Twitter and I saw that. Cara from Millennial Love. She was saying, or she asked a question, and she said, "How's how's alls relationships to people who don't have degrees? Like how that has that working out for you?" So my question to you is: Is a degree a requirement for significant other?
1: Ooh, that's a t- ooh, yeah <laughs> Tough one. Um, I don't want to say it's a requirement. What's a requirement for me is ambition and hustle. Yes. And so if you do not have a degree, then what are you doing with your life? Like, I need to know that you are aspiring to do more and be more, whether it's start your own business, you're going to be a rapper. Okay, well, baby, how's your mixtape coming? Let's like, get it. Let's, let's get, it. get it. Like, I just need you to be a hustler and I need you to be smart. So even if you didn't go to school, okay, what you reading on the side, you listening to a podcast, like what are you doing to make sure that you are knowledgeable about what's going on in the world around mm-hmm. you? Like I just need someone who's intelligent and well spoken and smart and we all know that that doesn't always come from someone with a
0: yes, degree yes 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 I completely agree um, I, I think that you kind of hit everything it's, it's not necessarily the, the degree itself it's just like what are you, what are you doing okay mm-hmm. so what is it and, and I get that too as like someone who is trying to deviate from the traditional 9 to 5 like I get it, but I need to know what you're doing. We ain't gonna just be up in here just chilling. Mm -mm. We need to have a a, a clear path and a uh, kind of the same idea where we want to go in life. And we can't do that if you're not motivated or inspired to do anything.
1: Because here's the thing: my dad didn't have a degree. Mm -hmm. And if had my what if my mom had had that type of standard? But she married my dad. My dad was hardworking. My dad was in the military. My dad, I mean, he did his things. I'm just like. A degree is at the end up y'all.
0: Correct. As long
1: as you got some shit going on. Have your shits together. Yes.
0: Yes. So agree. So share your thoughts on that. Do you want your boo to have a degree? Is it a requirement? Um, And do you think you're missing anything if your partner doesn't have that? Mm -hmm. So sound off. Tweet us live. Tweet us um,
1: at sit with this pie. So what else you got? That's it, child. I am so. When I tell you, as soon as we finish, I got to get back to work. Right. <laughs> Life of Entrepreneur. So we can actually keep going if you want to keep talking about yeah, anything. No, okay. I'm
0: good. So um, thanks, guys, for walking with us. We hang it in there. And um we will see you all next week. All right. Bye. Bye.